0: Have you ever heard of the term back-to-back cruising? Stay with us as we explain this popular option and review a back-to-back cruise with celebrity cruises in the Mediterranean. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, and turn on all notifications to get notified each time we post. My guest today is Roy Southerns, a real travel expert and advisor with Cruise Holidays of Lawrence Park, located in Toronto, Ontario. Roy makes his home in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Roy has been designing custom group vacations and cruise vacations for satisfied clients since 2017. Hi, Roy. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Well, hello, Ken. It's great to see you again. Great to have you with us, Roy. So, Roy, I understand that you are just back off of a back-to-back cruise as far as as I understand, with Celebrity Cruises on one of the classes of ships that I've been dying to try, the Edge Class. Why don't you tell our viewers and listeners about your cruise and give us a little bit of a review on Celebrity Edge and the Edge Class ships.
1: Well, uh, you're right, and, and we're so freshly home, I'm still a little jet-lagged, so if I'm, if I'm foggy, forgive me. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, we spent a few days in Rome and before we boarded Celebrity Edge, and you're right, the, uh, the Edge class is the newest of the ships. There's the Edge, the Apex, and the Beyond. Okay. Edge is the first of them, and it is still the flagship of the Celebrity Fleet. Uh, very modern, I think one of the best designed cruise ships that I've been on. And we were in an aqua classroom uh, with an, an infinite veranda, which uh, I really grew to enjoy over the two weeks that we were on board and um, one of the best designed staterooms that I've ever been in.
0: I hear a lot of kudos about, about that, Roy. For the benefit of our viewers and listeners, what exactly is an infinite stateroom? Is it a window? What is that?
1: So the the infinite veranda incorporates the old traditional balcony right into the room. So you're used to a room that has a window and a door, and then you go outside to the balcony. In the case of the infinite veranda, the room goes right to the window. Right. You have a pair of bifold doors that will close if you want them to, to separate off the, the veranda area that's got a table... and. Uh, couple of chairs just like a normal one would and you have a window control that lowers the window down to about halfway so it's about shoulder or chest height rather on me okay uh, so you you don't have to have the doors closed we only closed the bifold doors once Uh, the rest of the time when I had the window open it was just the whole room was the veranda
0: that's really cool
1: yeah and it, it actually we found that it it added to the living space of the room, which is always nice.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. The more room you can get in, in your stateroom, the better. Absolutely. So why did why did you choose Celebrity Cruises for this particular voyage?
1: Well, this particular voyage I picked because uh, Celebrity features a Pride Party at sea every year, and okay. I wanted to uh, go on the Pride Party. Now, of course, I'm not going to go all the way to Rome and just do a seven-night cruise. So that's why we did the back-to-back. We we cruised the week before the Pride Party, and then we cruised the week of the Pride Party.
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit about that, Roy. What is a back-to-back cruise? Well, back-to-back
1: cruising is when you don't get off at the end of the cruise. It's really quite wonderful, And, (laughs) and people are jealous as they're leaving and you're not. Uh, the, you, in our case, we did two weeks back to back, but you can back to back as many times as you want. If you want to cruise for six months, you can string back to back cruises together. Now, in our case, Celebrity Edge is doing two itineraries that, uh, that are flipping back and forth. So okay. one week it's going from Rome to the Greek islands. With a stop in Naples on the way back into Rome. And then the following week, it is leaving Rome, hits Portofino. Then it hits France and Spain before coming back to Rome. So by doing the two cruises together, we have completely avoided any duplicate ports, except for the changeover in Civitavecchia, which is, of course, the port city for
0: Rome. So... For those folks that are going a long way and want to maximize their air, two seven-day cruises back-to-back is a great way probably to see the entire Mediterranean. Would you say that you accomplished that?
1: Well, not the entire Mediterranean, but we sure saw a big chunk of it. And when you're doing it, there's a a couple of hints. First of all, when I'm booking back-to-back for a client, I always do my level-headed best to get them in the same room for both or all legs of the cruise, because that way you unpack once, you don't have to repack, have things moved and unpack again. Right. And in our case, I find it, 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 varies from place to place and cruise line to cruise line. We actually did not have to get off the ship on changeover day. Often you do have to, but the crew on the edge had it set up that we were able to scan out of the the ship and back in all on board and get our new room keys and and have the new accounts all set up and we didn't have to leave so it was interesting being uh, among the few people that were sticking around while the ship was being prepared on turnaround day which is always an amazing event
0: so basically basically on turnaround turnaround day then you just had to check at the desk and they give you a new set of room keys and cards to to start the next seven day cruise.
1: Yeah, in, in this case, they set it up in one of the one of the venues, the the club venue. It was all done. Security was there. We were scanned out, scanned back in, and and it went smooth as
0: silk. Just point of interest is is was there was there quite a number of people doing doing the back to back, right?
1: I would say there were probably uh, from the crowd. I'd say between fifty and sixty.
0: Really. Sure. So, what's all included with a celebrity cruise, right? Well, Celebrity has recently changed their fare structure so that
1: drinks are included, uh, Wi-Fi is included, and your gratuities are included. You can upgrade those packages to either just have uh, the beverage package upgraded or beverage and Wi-Fi upgraded. And when you do the upgrades, you also end up getting additional onboard credits that can be used for... Uh, purchases on board or shore excursions uh, or whatever you you
0: want to do with those but the how did you find the onboard en- entertainment on the edge right
1: fabulous um, as with any large cruise uh, there were production shows there was live music comic that uh, was actually we had we actually met him uh, in the buffet during the changeover and, mm. and had a couple of great conversations with him and he's uh, a real plain ordinary person when you're talking to him, but on stage he was really funny and, <laughs> and worked with the audience. And so every one of his shows was a little bit different.
0: Right on. Now, since you were doing back to back, was there a duplication in the production shows? There must yes.
1: The so the production shows were the same on each week, the musical entertainment varied, the lounge entertainment was was consistent throughout all right.
0: the- talk to me about my favorite thing on a cruise. How was the food and the dining?
1: Oh, the food was wonderful. Now, because we were Aqua Class, right. uh, we we had the restaurant Blue, which is just for exclusively for the Aqua Class guests, and we were unbelievably well looked after. And and I've really got to um, tip my hat to the to the pastry chef. The pastry chef on board got word that Jamie, my husband, has celiac disease, and he had commented to the maitre d' that he he wished there were some other gluten free desserts. Well, maitre d' asked him what he liked, and he liked so told him he liked uh, cheesecake, and he told him he likes pistachio. Well, the pastry <laughs> chef on board, on her own, just created a very, very, very nice pistachio cheesecake that was gluten free just for Jamie. Wow. We thought it was pretty good, and uh, she did that in the first week, and she wasn't happy with it. So, on the second week, the first dinner, the cheesecake came, and it looked different. She had actually taken what was already really good and improved on it so that she could be happy. So, she made a cheesecake just for one guest.
0: And once again, just one of those special moments that you get on a cruise ship.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: So you mentioned that you had access to the Blue, which is one of the Edge's specialty restaurants, as I understand. Did, did you partake of any of the other specialty restaurants during your cruise?
1: We did have dinner once in Eden, which is uh, on the stern, and and uh, we sat right by the window and had a, a an outlook. It's got a an open kitchen. It was a lovely meal. We, we did enjoy that. Uh, mm-hmm. but the other nights we, we had, you stayed with blue, one of the specialty restaurants that I always recommend for someone, if they have not done it on celebrity is look at each chef, which is uh, an Italian themed meal. And they do a, a show on your plate. Uh, in between courses, and it's a whole lot of fun.
0: We get a lot of feedback about Le yes. Petit Chef. It's it's amazing. It's it's something that everybody has to see at least once. At least once. So tell us about the itineraries and your ports of call.
1: So in our case, we the first week we left uh, Rome and headed to Santorini. Okay. Then we went to Rhodes, then Mykonos. And then into uh, Naples before returning to Rome.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel Did you feel that you get it? You got a good um, taste of the Greek Isles with that this type of a cruise.
1: Well, you always do. I mean, the the Greek islands, mm-hmm. everyone is a little different. So the more you manage to get in, the the better it is. We've been to Mykonos and Santorini before. It was our first time in Rhodes, and right. that was that was exciting. I really enjoyed Rhodes. Um, and then, of course, on the second leg, we stopped in Portofino, which is a tiny little harbor town. And then we uh, moved on to Cannes, Ajaccio in Corsica, um, Barcelona, and Palma de Mallorca before coming back to Civitavecchia when they kicked me off the ship because I didn't pay for any more time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so all of all of those wonderful ports... What would you recommend to viewers and listeners as a do-not-miss?
1: Wow. Really, none of them, uh, or all of them, rather, are, are do-not-miss. You're asking the impossible. We had two weeks of amazing ports and fun and adventure. I will, for me personally, uh, the island of Corsica, the the natural beauty and, and its history really struck me. Unbelievably impressed with the talent of the bus driver, how he negotiated those narrow winding roads, I don't have a clue. <laughs> the other one that really struck me was Rhodes. And right. that was personal for me because as a, as a teen and young adult, I was a volunteer with the St. John Ambulance Brigade. Right. And that led to my first career, as a matter of fact. Well, the castle that we toured in Rhodes was built by the Knights of St. John. So on a personal level, it was really exciting to get in touch with the history of that very important chapter of my life. So uh, a little biased on that one, but it, it was pretty cool.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So we did this back-to-back cruise. You started in May and finished up what date, roughly?
1: So we we embarked on May 28th and disembarked on June the 11th.
0: So is that a good time of year, Roy, to do the Mediterranean? I would do
1: it as early as I can. Now, this, we were... Uh, about a week we were on the second of the the voyages europe is getting really really hot i would go for as early as you can or later into the season september october uh when it'll be starting to cool down unless you like it really hot if you like it really hot you know go for june july august and and you'll you'll be in your element um the other nice thing too is going early or late you're in the shoulder season so things may not be quite as busy.
0: I recall when we were in Rome, we were in Rome end of April, first week of May. And even then there was a lot of people. And it, and for us as 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 northerners, uh, we still found it we still found it warm then. So.
1: Yes, and and we were hitting temperatures of 30, 35 yep. uh, when we were there, so it was uh, yep. it was significant.
0: That's warm. So do you have any special advice for cruisers that may be looking to do this type of cruise
1: do it um a lot of the cruise lines like celebrity is doing um, different itineraries back to back in the caribbean and, and a lot of other places around the world and the other thing that i'm going to say to you is if you want to have some fun one of the highlights for me in the first week on the sea days they have uh their version of the game show deal or no deal Okay. And I paid my $40 and I bought three cards. Well, lo and behold, didn't I get called up as a contestant? And I turned my $40 into a $432 win. And of course, that's US dollars. And <laughs> so, hey, I left this cruise ship with more money than I came on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that's saying something.
1: That is indeed.
0: Uh, I would tend to think that having the services of an expert travel advisor When you're book booking and planning something like this is probably well worth it would you agree
1: absolutely and and one of the things i forgot to mention is that i actually used some onboard booking to to boost the onboard credits so uh i had i secured some options on our last cruise that i used for this one so the other piece of advice that i always give my clients is visit the future cruise office okay they will They'll help you find your cruise, and even if you don't know what you want, you you can just book an open option that will come back to you, the travel agent that booked and so you'll still have our guidance to manage through, but you'll have their expertise and extra onboard credits when you book
0: on board so exactly. so if, and anytime you have a little bit of free time on board, you it's worth it's worthwhile paying a visit to the future cruise office with no fear that you're uh, favorite travel advisor at home is going to be left out of the left out because they'll they'll get credit.
1: Absolutely, in fact, yeah. I will have the the copy of the booking within minutes of it being done, and you know you haven't even left the ship, and I already know about it.
0: <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Well, Roy, this has been absolutely great information. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up?
1: I just, I think. You you want to find what you want to do, get a travel advisor to help you get the itinerary that you want. I always put itinerary first. Just do it and make it a longer trip when you're flying a long distance. Uh, it, it maximizes your value.
0: Well, that's wonderful information, right? If folks would like to get hold of you about one of the a back-to-back crews or another cruise with a celebrity, how what's the best way to get hold of you? Well, the
1: easiest way is to shoot me an email, roy at lawrenceparkcruises.com, all one word. You can also give me a call on my Toronto cell, which is 416-523-4509, or my Winnipeg cell, which is 431-374-7619. Perfect,
0: perfect. I'll leave those links in the description for those folks that looking to reach out to you. Appreciate that. Thanks, Ken. Okay. So where are you guys off to next?
1: Well, we are going to head up to Reykjavik in the middle of August. We're going to spend a few days in Reykjavik. And then I am hosting on the Distinctive Voyages cruise from Reykjavik to Boston. So looking forward to adding uh, Iceland and Greenland to our countries. And the, the fun part for me with this one is the shore excursion is in Halifax and going to Lunenburg. And my ancestors on my mother's side settled Lunenburg in the 1750s. So there's going to be some more uh, getting in touch with history there.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. I look forward to hearing hearing all about that one. We'll have to have you back. I'm looking forward to it. All right. All right, my friends. With that, I'm going to just wish you safe and happy cruising. May the wind always be at your back. And I hope to see you on Aledo deck real soon. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Ken. All right. Take care. And that about wraps things up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Roy Southerns of Cruise Holidays of Lawrence Park. If you'd like to reach Roy about a cruise vacation, I'll leave his contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us, send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. It's certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.